all the goth DJs and Twitch witches are hanging out on Thursday for the bad VHS rips, unblinking eyes, and fire by night. Thetans and Satans comes from an interest in the cult of Scientology, moral panics, Satanism, and how they set the tone for the extremist social media panics of today. We really earn our weird left Twitch badge with this show, watching the world go red light in reverse every Thursday at 9 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Find our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com. Welcome to the Plex. Welcome podcast listeners. And of course, welcome people watching or listening live. We do the show every Sunday, 7 p.m. Pacific right here on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. If you're listening to the podcast, you missed the first hour. There was some weird stuff in the first hour. You should tune in live or if you want to, you can just go to patreon.com slash Echoplex and you can uh, get the 
MP3 of the whole audio from the whole night sent to you in your email. Also, we're raising a little money as we're uh, moving studios, so hit up the support page at our website. That's echoplexmedia.com slash support. And uh, if you got a few bucks, that's great. If not, just share the podcast with your friend. That's good enough for me. Speaking of me, I'm producer Dave, and you can find me on Grinder. and this is what the people want. Police officers... I don't hate the cops And there's a person inside when the truncheon stops I don't hate the cops But when the raiders come Who will protect the shops Don't hate the cops They're a sensitive bunch If you don't stop throwing your rocks Snap, crackle, pop Is the sound of a taser Your body drops Don't hate the cops But don't hate the cops Don't hate the cops But don't hate the cops Like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Like your local police Got rid of the corruption And the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops clip tonight is texas attorney general ken paxton he seems like a peach like great guy i bet texas is uh i don't know proud to have him or some shit uh is that something that texas is going to go after you know we're going to look at uh, it's actually you know new concept for us these corporations deciding to pay for people to go get their abortions and we're going to be looking at whether the language covers at least the civil side and that's obviously what we can deal with. And so, you know, these, these penalties could even be for corporations uh, over $100,000 per violation. So we'll see. We're, we're looking at that literally as we, as we speak. So he's talking about um, corporations, companies that will pay for people to go out of state when and if uh, abortion is made illegal in some of the states that companies operate in. This guy's trying to, trying to figure out a way to find those companies for doing that. And I mean, whatever. Fuck them both fuck the company fuck the big companies and fuck this guy but seems seems bad seems like things are bad in texas so here's a uh, tucker carlson this is his tuesday night show this week he uh opened and this is everybody said it was really bizarre real weird his opening to the show it's a minute so it's more than 14 words let's see what it is first they told you that inflation wasn't real you're imagining that but you weren't so then they explained that actually inflation is happening, but it's a good thing because you deserve it. You deserve to pay more for the things you buy. Why? Because your expectations were way too high. You pampered first world Karen. You expected to eat meat for dinner and take an annual vacation on commercial airliners that departed on time. What were you thinking? 
You expected to fill your tank or buy a sheet of plywood for less than 75 bucks. Huh? Talk about out of whack. You expected to be able to send your children to the public schools you pay for with the expectation they might learn something. You thought you could load your car in the Safeway parking lot with groceries you could afford without being shot to death by armed robbers. What? You imagined you could live in a country that resembled the place you grew up in, where people spoke English and didn't throw trash out the window or smoke fentanyl on the sidewalk. But it turns out, Mr. and Mrs. America, you expected too much, and that's your fault. In Nigeria, all of this is normal. So stop what? whining and eat your bugs. What the fuck? Smoke fentanyl on the sidewalk and throw trash out the window? What the fuck is he talking about? Is that what they do in Nigeria? They smoke fentanyl on the sidewalk and throw trash out the window? This motherfucker's never been to Nigeria. Probably never will go to Nigeria. Probably doesn't like the complexion of the people who live in Nigeria. I'm just going to make all kind of assumptions about them because they're black. It's sort of Tucker's thing, you know? It's his, it's his thing, baby. It's his thing. And not for nothing, I'm not sure you can... I'm not sure, like, some uh, drugs, actually, when you heat them up, they no longer do anything any anymore. They turn into something else. So, who knows? So, here's Carrie Lake. <clears throat> She's on the Brett Bayer show. Brett Bayer is a Fox News host. Carrie Lake is running for governor in um, Arizona. She's friends of anti-masker club Ethan Schmidt. And uh, we saw her on stage about an hour ago during our upfront coverage when we were watching the Arizona primary governor's debate. So um, she's just, I guess she's not going to be happy that Brett Baer isn't going to agree with her about voter fraud. We can't keep having elections that nobody can live with, and we can't have this level of fraud anymore. Understanding that every Republican leader in Washington says that Joe Biden is the legitimate president, everyone. Um, but I understand what you're well, running on. But let they're me, let sitting me, there in Washington. They're sitting there in Washington. Understood. They're not here in Arizona. This is what we you're just running need some on. I get it. Let journalists me just, to come out here and dig through this. Let me just ask you one thing. Uh, obviously, as a candidate, you come under scrutiny. The Washington Post has a story today. It says Arizona GOP candidate who criticized drag queens was once a fan, according to a drag queen. This is <laughs> some drag queen is like, excuse me, you used, you used to be at every one of my shows, girl. Carrie Lake, who has attacked drag queens as dangerous to children, attended the That's show great. with drag queen Richard Stevens for more than 20 years and once hired him to perform at her home. Do you care to address that? I do care. I actually do care to address that. And I'm really shocked. I'm actually appalled that Fox News would take defamatory story like that. And we are pursuing legal action against this drag queen. <laughs> Imagine you you're running for you're running for governor of Arizona and you're, you're shit at your campaign and your shit is so petty that you're suing a drag queen who's like, I'm pretty sure I performed for that lady, actually. You have not talked about our stolen election. You failed. We just to talk spent about three that. questions, Miss Lake, talking about this. I just you asked haven't. you a number of questions about it. I played the Arizona this House is speaker. The first of it. Let's address this is let's the address first of this story that's in the Washington Post. Every candidate takes wow. tough stories. I'm asking you to I'm, respond I'm to it to if you'd like it. to. I'm happy to address it. But oh, that is Carrie Lake with the fucking drag queen. Happy to Look, address it, but I, I'm really yeah. That was Carrie Lake with the drag queen. Than CNN. <laughs> this is a person. He's laughing at her. Imagine you get on Fox and they laughing at your ass. Years, and he's never been in my home. He says he's been in my home for a drag show. That's ludicrous. He's never been in my home. He's lied. We tried to serve him defamation papers. Okay. And he's so shady that we can't even track him down because he's not even welcome at the places what that if, he works. I'm sorry, but this is like wait what? What about these pictures of you? You probably have Ethan. Yeah out there trying to serve him with papers dude that's why he hasn't been served with papers Richard Stevens R and the what about the, is, the post I've performed for Carrie's birthday I've performed in her home that's not I've true I've performed for her at that's some of true. the seediest bars in Phoenix I don't want to ask these questions I asked you to address them that's I, actually it. I think you, I think you do want to ask him but you don't want to ask about 2,000 mules I think that's definitely her this is absolutely ludicrous. I'm I'm talking about drag shows in schools. This is what triggered this man. Somebody who goes to a drag show with female impersonators is one thing. We don't want our so now she's backing up to drag shows at school. Okay, I understand and what you're making a difference the there, but you're I'm saying his allegations yeah. are wrong. Is They're what you're false. saying? Yes. Okay. No, but that they, we, there's just literally a picture of you all all chummy with the person. A false story like that. 
It's shocking. Well, I think it's, it's, ask, it's important to have opponent. candidates address things that are coming It's going to suck when she, she's going to lose so bad in the primary. It's going to suck that she's going to go away because she's out of her damn mind and like super well media trained. And so she's it's going to be a shame for uh, people who are kind of on the dystopia beat when her 15 minutes of fame in the conspiracy, like sort of far right wing conspiracy community is up. Right. True. And I thought you would appreciate that. You didn't that. ask my opponent, the establishment opponent who was here last week. You didn't ask her about her votes to allow illegal alien students to get a lower tuition than American students. You didn't ask her about okay. the 70 plus times that she raised tuition on American students. You didn't ask her any tough questions. That's and not here true. you have me on and you try to bring a defamatory story out. It's really sad. I Ms. thought Lake, there was hope. I really appreciate your time. Uh, we thought we'd address all issues that are on the table. That is one of them being covered today. Uh, we thank you and we'll cover the primary thank August you. 2nd. Thank you. Please send reporters out to cover this corrupt election. We would appreciate it. Imagine getting wrecked by fucking Brett Baer of all people because she kind of just got wrecked by Brett Baer. Like he was like, no, actually, we're going to talk about this. I'm conducting the interview. Is was I mean, he didn't say I'm conducting the interview, but I've said that. I've you know, I'm conducting the interview is like a like a classic move that you do when somebody won't answer your questions and want to talk about something else. She cray. I want her to win her primary because she'll be easy to beat. She's not going to win her primary. Her the one she called her establishment opponent. Last I looked the establishment opponent is beating her um, pretty badly. Like the polling, it's not even close. So somebody who is in Congress, it's Marjorie the Gathering. But this clip is just, it's about Marjorie the Gathering. It is not a clip of Marjorie the Gathering. Her uh, Democratic opponent, Marcus Flowers, has no chance to win, unfortunately, because of the gerrymander of that district. But his ads have just been on point. And here's here's an ad from Marcus Flowers uh, running against Marjorie Taylor Greene for uh, United States House of Representatives in Georgia. I saw this flag paraded in the Capitol Rotunda. I'm going to remove symbols of hate wherever I see them. quality sticker hard to get off so the implication there is that a symbol of hate is also his opponent marjorie taylor green it's such a good quick little ad um just his his he's done a great job his campaign has done a very good job with messaging they're gonna lose but i think they're gonna they're gonna peel off a few people and that's the kind of the best he can hope for is so that marge realizes that well i don't know i don't know if marge is capable of like realizing now that i think about it so we got an illinois republican senate candidate uh matt dubiel um he met at costco and that's why he ran for uh, uh senate I got to ask you, why were you inspired to run? Well, we sued the governor so that my kids could go to school without a mask. Okay. And we had been fighting during COVID for all of our freedoms. And I told my wife, I was so sick of other places making us feel wrong. We'd go to Costco. They'd make us feel wrong. We'd walk into another store. Oh, you can't come in unless you do this. They constantly made to feel wrong. I was made to feel wrong by the people at the stores. So I decided to run for Senate. This guy's going to probably lose his primary. There's all these wackadoodles. But. Like a lot of people thought Marjorie Taylor Greene was probably going to lose her primary the first time she ran in that in Georgia and she won her primary. So who knows? Some of these fucking maniacs are going to get elected because once like there's a lot of places where after the primary happens, the the general election is essentially a formality like the district I'm in. If it was we do it, I think we do it differently here in California. But if it was like the Republican and the the Democrat, there'd be no. The general election wouldn't matter. The actual election would be the primary. There's a lot of places like that. And um, hopefully that guy is not in one of those places. And if he is in one of those places, hopefully somebody beats him. So 
this is the good liars we've been playing a lot of clips from the good liars lately this is this one's about a roe versus wade vex vasectomies and gay marriage what, what what are your thoughts on the on the roe v wade being overturned i'm against abortion you're against abortion yes there's been some talk with some 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 people saying we need to protect life the sperm is that that's the seed of life um, so would, would you be in favor of, of all males who are not married uh, getting vasectomies? No. And what about you? To each their own. Clarence Thomas said yesterday, maybe we should take a look at the, the same-sex marriage ruling. Um, is that something you think we should, we should look at as well? Why do I think of gay marriage? I don't believe in gay marriage. You don't believe it? Mm. No. You, you don't think that two men or two women should be able to get married? Would you like to see them reverse the decision? Yes. And, 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 and why, why is that? Just how I was I brought believe. up and that's how I believe. Okay. And you, you mentioned it a couple times, to each their own, right? It is a to each their own, but everybody should have a respect in their own um, biblical sense. So to each their own, but you don't want gay people getting married and you don't want women choosing what to do with their body. Right. Well, at least they fucking, at least she's like, right. Crazy. So if anybody remembers last week, we didn't get, um, we didn't get to it during the show, or maybe we did. Maybe we watched it during the post game. Rudy Giuliani was tragically assaulted, violent, very violently assaulted. If anybody remembers this. Um, so he's going to go on the, I have two clips. He's going to go on two different we'll call them news outlets for lack of a better descriptor for them to talk about the vicious assault that he uh, was uh, the victim of last week. About a third of the way through, I got hit on the back as if a boulder hit me. Uh, it knocked me forward a step or two. Uh, it didn't knock me down, uh, but it hurt tremendously. I did not know what it was. I had no idea what it was. And all of a sudden, I heard someone uh, yell at it, me something I can't repeat about what it, what I am. Uh, uh, curse, curse words, dirty curse words, and then some more dirty curse words, and then a few more dirty as he retreated, ran away. And then he turned around and he said that I was a woman killer. Uh, you kill women, your party kills women. Okay, so that's the first clip. The second clip is like much funnier. It's from Newsmax. And the Newsmax fucking person, the Newsmax guy, just, this is Greg Kelly on Newsmax. He just kind of says, like, what he thinks. City to do it. I didn't know he was this good. I really didn't. And his, uh, his grasp of the issues, particularly the issue of crime and the economy, is remarkable. And the main thing that he has is passion. Hey, Mr. Mayor, is somebody mowing the lawn right outside your window? I can barely hear you. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're at a big rally. We're at a big rally in Staten Island, right around the corner from where I was attacked yesterday. <laughs> we have that, actually. You were at, a, I guess, a oh, delicatessen of some kind. I'm going to show the people what happened. And you tell me, because let me see the video, if you don't mind. Uh, this person with the hand on your back. I gotta be honest, it doesn't look that bad, but I, I understand that looks can be deceiving. You know, that that was that was the woman who was rubbing my back, not the guy who hit me. No, he's just lying. So the woman that woman uh, gave a statement to the police that the guy hit me so hard that she herself felt almost it. fell. Did she oh get the fuck out of here? She just said that he yeah, you hit Rudy so hard that the lady standing next to him almost fell down. What the fuck? City worker. <laughs> There's a second grade detective. That that's that's the lady who uh, helped me. Oh, all right, Mrs. good. Now that makes sense. Uh... No, dude. No, it doesn't make sense. Like Rudy's recollection of this is incorrect. <laughs> like the person walked by him and patted him on the back to get his attention. Uh, you can't touch people in pu you can't touch people without their consent, but it certainly I wouldn't call that an attack or uh, any kind of act of violence. And um then they started talking shit to him. Meh. It happens. But uh, Rudy's going around lying about it cuz like he didn't know there was video, I think. I don't think he knew there was video of it. 
And so he was going to act like this person attacked him. But then the video came out and like nobody, nobody got attacked. Nobody got hurt. Nothing happened to anybody in that video. So there's this uh, a guy, his name is Guy Cecil, and he's a new character. And actually, it seems like he might be a good character. We don't show too many good characters around here, but this might be one provide abortions uh, without consent of parents. Could you imagine having a, a teenage daughter who needed to have an abortion and the parents didn't have consent? I could if Did that daughter was the victim of a rape or incest, but in which case your party will allow, not just allow, force that 13-year-old girl to no. carry her rapist child to her pregnancy to term. But, but I, I just, this, but this idea I, that, you know, I, I just want to, I want to just clarify one thing. And I think the vice president said it well. The only difference between Clarence Thomas and the rest of the court is that Clarence Thomas said out loud and Mike Pence has said out loud what many Republicans like Alice will not say. They want the national ban. If they really believe, if they really believe that what is happening is murder, it is inconsistent for you to say a national ban is not the next step. And Republicans care about life until the child is born. No, here, here's the and question. that's where they drop off. Here's the on question. The no, I'm gonna I, I want to ask this. Well, well, since you, you just, just I, final I think statement because I, I think it's I, important. The, 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 the other uh, other option is what what Democrats want. You're Democrats are fine with with abortion up to delivery. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's that's unfathomable. That they certainly this are. Is they, a they, that, that that is absolutely on the How table for Democrats. How many cases of a woman having an abortion at delivery do well, you know okay, of that have I'm, been reported? Okay, I want to ask you. I want to. I want to. How many? Just that, give me a number. That, that Democrats are fine with that though. But but this is at, a stalking at, horse at, of the Republican point, Party. At, Instead of giving women the rights, you want to give Mike Pence and Clarence Thomas the rights over a majority of American women that want to choose their own reproductive health choices. Okay. That guy was pretty good. He was like, I'm not doing this with you. You're, you're lying. Good dude. Good dude. Maybe we'll see more of him. Maybe not, though. Too bad they had to go. One of the problems about... Um, one of the problems with, like, cable news is, like, if these two people could have had a valuable conversation where this lady just spewed out a bunch of dumb talking points and he kind of di would dismantle them one by one. But, uh, you know, it's cable news, so they got to go. It's unfortunate because they could, they have the, you know, they have the clout to pull in like the best guests and then they limit these people, I guess, to just a couple minutes and it's pretty bad. It's kind of stupid actually. So we got Marjorie, the gathering again, she's going to talk about how Putin just wanted to be friends with us that, that and we, we just, we're just like frozen him out and, you know, and Ukraine is not a NATO member. So why I, I still keep saying that. The truth is grinding up Ukraine, grinding up that country, its infrastructure, its buildings, its schools, its ability for people to live there and killing innocent Ukrainians because our part in this funding, funding, funding war, that's what it does. We're grinding up Ukraine to fight a proxy war with Russia is disgusting. That is morally disgusting and wrong. And unfortunately, another problem is, is Russia could have been an ally, but now with what's happening with Joe Biden and the UN and the way this is going, I don't think Russia is going to be an ally anytime soon. Definitely not. And you can understand why. So this is, this is what. So she's like, Russia just wanted to be friends. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think that's true, but I don't know. Maybe they want to be friends and we don't want to be their friend. I don't know. So the shit happens like that. You know, you can't be friends with everybody. You can't have everybody be friends just because you want to be friends. That's the way it goes. Tough shit, Marjorie. Vladimir Putin will be fine. He can make other friends. It'll be cool. Oh, he'll make other friends. And then probably poison them. <laughs> uh, here's... I'm not sure if I would call this current actor or former actor. John Voigt goes on uh, Tucker Carlson to talk about the time God spoke to him. And, you know... Oh, by the way, this is the Tucker Carlson Wooden Room show. This isn't his big show on Fox. Iowa, boom! What? I, and I got up, and it, and I can tell you, Tucker, that moment in time, at that time I knew, I said, you know, what it meant was, I'm not alone. Yes. Everything is known. Everything is known. I am known. That's what it meant to me. Whoa. This is... Did you... 
this is bad. Whoever like somebody come get your, come get, come get your dad or come get your grandpa, somebody like, there's no way this guy should be like going on TV. He seems he's getting on in years and seems like, uh, seems like they shouldn't put him on TV. It's kind of cruel because he clearly doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Um, that's just my opinion though. I'm not, I'm clearly not an expert on uh, knowing what the fuck's going on. Um, up we got up next we got Lauren Bobert. Lauren Bobert's going to talk about the separation of church and state and um you know if, if as you could imagine she's not really for that. The reason we had so many overreaching regulations in our nation is because the church complied. The church is supposed to direct the government. No. The government is not supposed to direct the church. That is not how our founding fathers intended it. And I'm tired of this separation of church and state junk that's not in the Constitution. It was in a stinking letter, and it means nothing like what they say it does. Man, there's not a lot of people there. I mean, there's not a lot of people there. Like, not a lot at all. So the founding fathers who she claims she louds and loves or whatever, they thought that shit was important enough to put it first. Congress shall enact no law respecting the establishment of religion. And also in there is like, there should be no religious test to hold public office in the United States. Those sure. It doesn't say separation of church and state, but just those two things alone, it's pretty, a uh, pretty clearly state church separation. They just didn't use a like specific language to talk about it. Again, sometimes we suffer from the flowery language that these self-important old men used when they wrote the Constitution. Instead of saying exactly what they meant, a lot of it was like kind of meant to be poetic and sort of beautiful. And they fucking now you got Lauren Boebert like, well, it doesn't say separation of church and state, and it's like, wow, okay. So we're about halfway through and we got to our palate cleanser at about halfway through the show. That's not bad. This palate cleanser is amazing. Um, podcast listeners, you're not really going to be able to listen to this and get anything out of it. It's amazing. You should, uh, the doc it's posted of course in the show notes for the podcast and you can go, uh, watch the video of this at some point. This is great. Scare it out that way. Cause that's the door. It's okay. Listen, I'm so scared. Listen, let's make a deal, baby. I'm going to safely get you out. Oh, God, your heart, his heart's racing. I, I'm assuming, you know, I'm gender assuming too. I just need to get with it. <laughs> I'm going to open this and you just scurry right out there back to your happy, whimsical life. Please don't bite me. Don't do anything crazy. Don't give me any diseases or my family. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Oh, shit. May? Yeah? Uh, can you see your brother? Yeah, he's right. Okay, just stay in there. Okay, if I scream, everything is fine. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, he's just coming down with it. Oh, maybe that's better. Oh, no. I don't... Is this, a, this is like a medieval game. Oh, he's... Oh, there. Okay. 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 No, you don't. May... Oh. Sorry. No, you were right there. You were right the first time. No, that way. that was amazing our palate cleanser this evening was fucking great shout out to the cat i mean i don't know i hope that i hope that i hope that everybody got out of that okay i felt bad for the rat i felt bad for the fucking i felt bad for the lady who was freaking out about it and i, I never feel bad for cats cats always come out on top house cats they always come out on top. So this is, uh, that was our palate cleanser. We deserved it. Was it a chipmunk? Oh, oh, well, whatever. Now up next, we got a uh, Rogan had a uh, Gina Carano on, and they're going to talk about how great, um, RFK juniors anti-vaccine propaganda book is. This is a rumor online and, and I'm going to ask you a bunch of, okay. So is Dr. Fauci's wife, on the NIH, isn't she like one of the heads? Isn't that some sort of thing? Let's find out. Yeah, she does something. She she has some function. She yeah she works. 
And he used to be the head of the NIH during that whole AIDS yes. thing. Which He's been we're not running it. Making He's, any comparisons to, if you make any comparisons here to it is. She's the head of the Department of Bioethics. It's a National Institute of Health Clinical Center. Yes, there it is. Do you think maybe this is well? It's it's fucking. Problem? It's all it's all crazy because these people are they have massive amounts of power to decide who gets funded, what labs get funded, and no one wants to step out of line. Mm -hmm. There's a crazy fucking book that I'm in the middle and of. This is just it's pure tinfoil hat shit. Book. And it was one of those books. I'm like, God, do I want to get into this? Like the <laughs> fact that, like the fact that, like his wife has what we don't even know, like what the job function is that they just showed for that person, right? We don't know what their job is. Like, what do they do day to day? And Rogan and his guests are sitting here operating under the assumption that she signs the fucking checks for all the, like all the goddamn research and stuff. And it's like that's. Like, I don't know what the process that is, but you can't just figure that shit out on the fly during your podcast either. Junior's, oh, yeah. Yes. Robert Kennedy Jr.'s right. book, The Real Anthony Fauci. Holy fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, there's some stuff in that that is 100% verifiable truth. Right, but that, that there's fucking claims in every conspiracy book that are true. The problem is, is that the conclusions that RFK Jr. comes to yeah. The and things that he tells crazy. his readers to believe about the ever, world. I got, I got your number from Kevin, and I was like, "Dude, you have, to, have you had Robert? Have you had him?" No, uh, I haven't had him. On. And I was, I don't know if you got that text message, but I'm like, "Oh, it was one of those idiots that texted him saying you should have this so and so on your podcast." Uh, that's Les, and that's how I find out a lot about a lot of really interesting people. But he, he had, um, I had talked to him because he, um, he's got the child health defense program mm -hmm. that he does. Yeah. And um, it's interesting enough, his wife is an actress. I think, I don't know if it's... Um, She's the wife on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, um, she was fully vaccinated and has publicly said, you know, like while uh, Robert was getting in trouble, she's like, I do not have the same beliefs as my husband, you know. And everybody was like, ooh, <laughs> ouch. Like, why are you going to do that to your but husband? But do you remember when Kellyanne Conway was the White House press secretary? And then her husband hates Trump. Yeah. So her husband was publicly against Trump. I like that. I love that. I, I like love that. that. I, I think people we need can more be of that. Yes, why not? Yeah. People I think can be married and have completely different views. Yeah, but she totally like like was like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not with him on this. And it was <laughs> yeah. like, damn, I don't yeah. know if I'd ever do that. Like, yeah. But Robert, um, I got on the phone with him and I was like, you know, I'm afraid our union, uh, SAG after union, is going to mandate these vaccines. Um, you know, is there any, you know, taking them to court? How do we, how do we figure this out? And um, he's like, well, and I didn't know this. He's like, well, my wife is an actress, and there's no getting around it right now. And I was like, damn. So they like. <clears throat> It's like just con that's like classic like conspiratorial ideation where you're like, oh, it looks like Dr. Fauci's wife has a position somewhere that by the name of the position, I think that makes her a, like a big wig there. I don't know. Are they a big wig? Some kind of big wig? I don't know. Fucking there are so many like there are like in big organizations, like big uh, corporations, particularly there are like 87 different vice presidents of this, that and the other thing in like massive organizations. So like whatever you think the title is doesn't really tell you as it doesn't tell you that much just doesn't tell you that much so now we got um i guess this is mike lindell's tv network and this is roger stone's show we got uh his name is joey gilbert he lost his primary by 10 points that's a big swing and uh he's on the mike lindell network to tell roger stone that he's been voter frauded you were pulling enormous crowds there was huge enthusiasm around your campaign we saw indisputably joe lombardo couldn't even go out in public in the largest county in the state without people heckling and booing him what exactly happened here more people voted oh, for my man. opponent well, sir roger you know the the shenanigans are still taking place in our elections uh, they're not elections, they're selections. Uh, we have the information. It's going to take us some time, and who knows what we'll ultimately be able to do because uh, we can't really trust the courts. Um, you know, we can't trust the legislatures. You know, this, this you know, mail-in ballot nonsense along with, the you know, the machines and the other games they play. Everyone's out to get him. No chain of custody. 
Um, you know, it's just, it's one thing after another, but I fully believe with all my heart that I won this election. Um, I believe the data will prove it. And, and as you know, having the data and then being able to get into a courtroom and, and, and prove it and show it is another story. So we'll see. But look, they picked the wrong guy to try and play a game with. I got in this race always knowing I was going to challenge it, even if I did win the Republican primary, because we've got to get rid of the fraud or the red wave. Yeah, he was totally going to challenge the result if it turned out that he was the winner. I believe that. Don't you believe that? That guy was like, actually, if I win, it was probably fraud, too. I mean, if he did that, that would be pretty funny. Honestly, if like some Republican that you've never heard of, right, they win and they go, I think the election was stolen from my opponent using um, the the mules from uh, Dinesh D'Souza's movie. Were there cameras on all the all the voting places? I don't know. We might need to look into it. I feel like this election might have been given to me uh, unfairly. I would love to see that happen. That would be so fucking funny. I would be so happy for that. I would think the person who did it, if they were dead serious, it would be funny. But if they were like trolling, it would be less funny. I think it'd be more funny if the person doing it was like dead serious about it. So speaking of Roger Stone... <laughs> Alex Jones heard from Roger Stone, who heard from someone else. I don't know. Trump is set to announce his run for 2024 on Monday, which is a very special day. We're Alex looking a little right pink. During a break during my live show on June 29th, Wednesday edition. That means in five days... On July 4th, President Trump is going to announce he's running for his second term. Imagine the explosive political, cultural, economic, medical, financial implications of that. <laughs> what are the medical implications of Donald Trump announcing that he runs for office? <laughs> what does he mean medical? Are people? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I might have some kind of fucking, I might feel some kind of way about it, and it might cause me to have a medical condition. I'm not so young anymore, you know? Dr. Stone is a close confidant of Trump. He confirmed that the first six months of last year, Trump wasn't going to run. They messed with him so bad. They ran America in the ground so bad. He said, okay, I'm, I'm going to run. And the question became, when will he run? It became, when will he make that decision? Right now, he is planning to announce, this is exclusive, this next Monday, July 4th, that he's running for president again. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I heard it from Roger Stone, who heard it from some other guy. It's it's probably true. Um, by super male vitality. Just wondering what kind of medical conditions, like what's going to happen in the medical industry if President Trump runs? I mean, fucking, I don't know, nothing's going to happen. People are going to laugh at him again, and that's going to be a big mistake because he could win again. He could win again, especially with everything going the way it is. So. I'm going to go ahead and check in on little Nikki Fuentes. We usually check in on little Nikki Fuentes during red light, but I figured I'd give a little something to the podcast listeners this week and check in on little Nikki Fuentes. Um, I didn't listen to this th all the way through like I usually do. So I'm hoping there's no, like I'm hoping he's not just going to drop a, like a straight N bomb or F bomb or something in this, but I think right wing watch, uh, fucking, uh, bleeps that shit out when he, when they, when people do it anyway. So everybody this is Nikki Fuentes. I don't know what the fuck he's going to be talking about. There should only be Christian countries, and that is because Christianity is correct. <laughs> Some might say, "Well, there we have it, everybody. All the religion, all the countries should be the religion that I like because my religion is correct." Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and every everybody can express their own religion, and so people can have their own countries. And I would agree with that if christianity weren't true but we know that it is and <laughs> so if people, that's the case like why there's some fucking radical i don't know let's say a radical buddhist or something who's saying the same thing about buddhism right now who's the buddhist nick fuentes I, we should find these people like the people like other different kinds of religions is there like a um is there like a like a hindu nationalist in india really likes Narendra Modi and is like India first and he's like Nick Fuentes I bet there is should other countries be allowed to be wrong why why should countries persist why should there be governments and peoples in a world what do they want to be wrong we have all these countries that are gonna just empty out into hell when they go away 
these countries are just places where the floor opens up and everybody falls into hell and they die. Wait, what the know. fuck? No, that'd be pretty based, actually. If like just a giant hole in the ground opened up and we all went to hell, I'd be like, all right, cool. I actually think that's a good idea at all. So we'll start with America. I think America is a good start. We're going to reclaim America for Christ, retake America for Christians. And if people have a problem with that, they can, you know, they can stay and live under it or they can go somewhere else where they have different rules. And then we're going to follow you to those countries and we're going to make those countries the same way. And you are going to become a Christian. Uh, and if you don't, well, you're just going to have to live in a Christian world. But that's really the only way that it should be. <laughs> oh, little Nicky Fuentes. You never, that was, that was actually pretty funny. Like his shit's usually like 80 to a hundred times more racist than that. That shit was funny. He's like, you know, Christianity's just right. We should all live in the fucking Christian countries. And if not, it's just going to open a pit to hell and all the people are going to go there because they don't believe in the right religion compared to the other shit he says. That's actually pretty funny. And I think he, if he wants to kind of have a longer career, I think he could go like kind of the preacher route and sort of abandon like the um, protocols of the elders of Zion route. I feel like he would, he would be doing himself a big favor like long-term here's the next one let's see what this is here impose christian laws on everyone <laughs> oh no this is the, probably the part where it gets a little more dark that is precisely what we intend to do is to impose christian laws on everyone in the united states of america that is what we have to do as christians we have to make sure that like the moon reflects the sun, the state reflects the church. We have to make sure that our normative laws and the laws that are passed by the government reflect the natural and the moral laws written by God. That is our job as Christians. Now, how do you cope? Do you think this guy even believes in religion? Like if you're listening, like, let me know tweet at me or something i don't think this guy even really believes in religion i think he just likes power i think he just wants like power for like like the white what he believes to be the majority and the only people who he, in his little white majority who are likely to try to go along with the other things he believes are the evangelicals the government with atheists or jews that say that pornography is okay Pornography is fine. Actually, it's our right to do that. It's our right to, to watch it. It's yes. our right to make it. Yes. And and those are and the freedom to do that is our is the end of society. You can't share though. You can't share those two values. And the same goes for feminism and the role of women. And the same goes for homosexuality and same-sex relationships as well as transgenderism. Can a person go from one gender to another and drugs? And it, it really is about everything in the society. These things are in conflict. And this is going to be one of the biggest problems, I think, is that the Jewish people wield this immense influence uh -oh. over the Republican oh, it's the Party JQ. conservative movement. Up oh, there we go. We had the JQ, everybody. He had to end it with the JQ. The first video of his we watched, it seemed like fairly subdued. And by the end of the second video, which I think was probably just an extension of the first one, by the end of the second one, though, we were at the JQ already. So, someone else we haven't seen in a while is Laura Loomer. We haven't seen her since she ran for Congress and uh, lost badly. So here she is on the Stu Peters show. The Second Amendment and then also too, the people have uh, the constitutional right granted to them. It's their God given right uh, to form militia groups and to form organizations to resist tyranny. And we have a Second Amendment right to uh, resist tyrannical regimes. And I would say that we are currently living under a very tyrannical regime. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And militia is not a bad word. And I'm tired of the press demonizing that word and faith leaders demonizing that word, talking about dangerous terrorists. No, a militia is what we are supposed to be doing here. We are directed by our forefathers to do exactly that. And we're not to be directed by our sheriff or DAs or be afraid of sitting in prison. We'll start a prison ministry if that's where they want to put us. That's Whoa. Cool. I'll be there. Well, I mean, he, uh, he offered, right? Stu Peters just offered to go to prison and start his ministry there. I feel like maybe 
I don't know. It wouldn't be the wor- worst thing in the world if uh, fucking the people of his community took him up on that offer. But I fucking Laura Loomer is she? It looks like she's running for office again. I she's got zero press. She hasn't come up on my radar, but she had some stuff behind her that made it look like she's running for office again. And if she's running for office again, that's going to be a lot of fun because she cray. My favorite Laura Loomer moment was when she uh, handcuffed herself to the door at Twitter and then like had to have somebody go get the keys to her handcuffs to unhandcuff her after like not even a very long time out there after she had to pee. It was pretty funny. She never occurred to her when she handcuffed herself to Twitter that she would have to pee. And so uh, it didn't work. Her protest was uh, short lived. Also, the Twitter people like brought her a muffin and a coffee. Oh, shit. If somebody handcuffs themselves to your door, bring them coffee. Bring them a, a lot of coffee. Coffee will make you pee. Now you're not handcuffed to the door anymore. That's risky. Yeah, it's risky. You have to know for a fact that person's not just going to fucking piss in your fucking walkway or whatever. But they're probably not going to. So up next is uh, Jordan Peterson has joined the Daily Wire streaming service. It's the Daily Wire Plus. Which they didn't steal the idea from Disney Plus or anything like that. Here's old Jordy Pete talking to a dumb, dumb Dave Rubin. So to go into really dangerous territory, then, if we haven't done it so far, I mean, does what you're saying right there sort of show you why they're going after kids right now? So the the idea is they're going after kids because they're grooming them. And I think a lot of people think that means they're grooming them for sex. I'm not exactly sure that's right. I think they're grooming them for something more perverse in a way. If you want to hear the rest of my conversation with Mr. Dave Rubin... Please go to Daily Wired Plus. Fuck, they're going to make, they're trying to make us pay to make fun of them now. God damn it. I think they're paywalling this so that we have to pay to make fun of them. And I think that that's not the worst, um, the worst strategy in the world. (laughs) Making fun of Jordy Pete and Dave Rubin is a bit of a spectator sport. So I feel like making us pay to do it, probably just real smart business on me on the part of the people at the Daily Wire. Here's another clip of uh, old Jordy Pete with uh, Dave Rubin. And Dave Rubin is just begging Jordy Pete and like conservatives to like him and uh, his husband also named, I think, Dave Rubin. We have to, when I see this now, suddenly, like, you know, when, when we announced that we were having kids, there was some pushback online from more religious people on the mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. By the way, 99% of it was all anonymous people. It was virtually nobody uh, that, well, it was certainly nobody that I knew. There were one or two people that had blue checks on Twitter, but it was all these people, you know, talking about the sanctity of marriage and, mm-hmm. and all of mm-hmm. these things. But I'm sympathetic to, to conservatives who go, boy, you know, we, we let gay marriage happen yeah. and look what's happened. Yeah. since now now we're into all this gender stuff and they're literally teaching gender theory to five-year-olds who know nothing about gender they're not teaching gender theory to five-year-olds get the fuck out of here i see it i see what they were worried about and unfortunately the left uh, you you tweeted out something a couple weeks ago you know i was never a conservative until the liberals decided there were no rules I'm, yeah I'm what? get the fuck roughly. out of here but i'm you were never dude so- you people just figured out that you were dumb and started making fun of you all the time. And then there was like a bunch of other people who were either dumb, probably other people who are dumb, who think that you're not dumb and they're your fans. And they encouraged you to keep being dumb because they didn't know the difference and neither do you. And now here you are, you're really dumb and people make fun of you. That's it. So much of all of the things that we knew we no longer know at a societal level, apparently. So, so what do we do going back to the to the conservatives that were worried yeah. that this is where we were going to end up? To, in in some sense, I should probably be their greatest hero because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, here's someone who wanted to enter civilized society, wanted yeah. to affirm most of the long fought, time tested ideals, wanted to enter the world with those things. No, they hate you because you want to be one of them and um, you're gay, Dave. It happens to be a little different than, than we would think, right? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, that's guys. why they hate I you. Can't deny it. I should sort of be a hero to them. It's, mm-hmm. it's not the ideal one that they went for, but it's approximately close enough that this, this should be pretty good. I mm-hmm. suppose that will be my challenge in life. Well, I think, Maybe that's but I just, also think yeah. that's probably true. But you also said earlier that as far as you're concerned, they also have a point. 
There is a point okay, there. Okay, so what's well, the point? Well, there has to be a point there because, look, gay marriage was legalized, I think, at a federal level in the United States in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. So that we're now seven years off of that. Right. And look at all of the craziness that has happened since. I am not directly connecting it mm -hmm. to that. But, but you are directly you connecting it to that. Structures, some weird things are going to happen. This is, again, where I would lay most of the blame here. I would lay on the sort of liberal establishment where nobody was willing to, to defend anything. Like defend anything, but like what he wanted, he was claiming to want was like for the liberal establishment to do what he says, to believe exactly what he believes. And that's like fucking tough shit, man. Sometimes people don't believe the things that you believe. And that's the way that it goes. And you can either accept it or not accept it. I don't know. Dave Rubin's fucking dumb though. And like most of the reason that like <clears throat> most of the reason that he ended up leaving the left is because he started saying dumb things and leftists started making fun of him. And so it just drove him into the arms of a reactionary audience who was all, all fucking happy for him to run his like fake canceled. I was canceled by the left grift on them. That's it. Tale as old as time. The left is too crazy. They've been saying that shit since the sixties. Our reactionary movements. I'm doing it the whole fucking time. So we only got time for, I guess one more during the pod, but we'll get to some of these other stories during the post game. Um, we're going to do Brett Weinstein and Majid Nawaz. Um, they're going to spend a lot of time complaining that Sam Harris did not become an anti-vaxxer. Lab leak? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We all know what happened, yeah. right? This is no, we don't. A uh, modified virus. This, this is clearly a self-inflicted wound. Yeah. This is the, no, we don't know that for sure. Like, in fact, the consensus team uh, tends to be on the other side of that claim, Brett. Um, inflicted on humanity. Vaccine safety and effectiveness. Reasonable people can disagree over the net impact of these injections, but the idea that they were ever understood to be safe and effective is obviously preposterous. You don't even need that, Brett. You know what? Wait, what? The people I'm talking about, the minute it was mandated, your alarm bell should have stopped. Yeah, but still. You know okay. I mean? They told us they were safe and effective. We all know about myocarditis, yeah. right? We all know that they did not properly risk stratify by age or any of those things. They put. No, none of this is true. Safe? No. Were they safe enough? We can argue, but were they safe? No. If you ever said they were safe, you were wrong. Were they effective? Well, look at how many boosters you're being told they got. These are very, very weak vaccines. Not safe, not effective, have not controlled the pandemic. So that's two out of three, right? We were right on two out of three. Now the sticky wicket is ivermectin, and we can argue about why that is. Well, that was your main, one of your main points, wasn't it? Well, and lots of people have the sense, right? What, the, what people say about me on Twitter, and maybe they're, they're, maybe they're sock they're, they're wrong. They're wrong because it hasn't been disproven. Right. Well, quite wait, no, no, the, the fucking, all, all of the good studies on ivermectin have shown that it is no more, no more effective than placebo. How wrong they are. Right. In fact, they come at me and they say, Brett can't even admit that he got ivermectin wrong. And it's like, well, Brett will never admit that he got anything wrong. Attention. Brett's always still right. Paying attention to propaganda. So, yeah, they're just fucking, they're just hella mad. I was right about everything. I was right about everything. And then here we go. Here's, here's one more clip of this. 30 seconds. It's clear that we were right about lab leak. Okay. And this isn't bad patting. Guys. But why are you, why you keep repeating that you were right about lab leak. It's clear that we were right about lab leak. They keep fucking saying that shit. And like the only thing that changed is a bunch of Substack dorks are all claiming that the lab leak is like a proven thing. That's the only thing that changed. Nothing else changed. Look at the, well, they can read. Right. <laughs> this isn't you just backslapping and saying, I was right when you're not. You were right. Right and early and we withstood I mean, all together the trial. They come at you on the together trial with ivermectin. I don't know if you, you've obviously spoken about this on Dark Horse, but I just want to say yeah. for the record, systemic failures of research methodology in that trial that appear to be deliberate. Yes, it, it is. But they keep repeating this, but they like what, like neither of these people. like right fraud, right? And, and we can establish it. No, they keep, like, they do this thing, and Alex Mandela from the Q Origins Project was the one who called, uh, like coined this phrase or, like, was the first person to tell, tell me about it. It's academic window dressing. They just talk about these things as if they're, like, academics or as if they're, like, experts on the subject matter by using, I don't know, in this case, they were just saying that they were right. Like, they weren't. Most people in the relative the relative or the relevant fields for 
virology and public health don't agree with them. But they're just claiming that they're right and they're, they're sort of like relying on the fact that Brett's supposed to be a biologist and it's all just window dressing. These people aren't experts and they've got a lot of folks convinced that they are and their takes are just contrarian. That's all their takes are. They're just disagreeing with whatever the um, whatever the establishment says. And that may seem rebellious until you like think about that if all you do is disagree with everything that expert consensus is saying, then you're not really rebellious at all. You're just like a child. Like how a child, no. You know how when a kid learns no? That's like the this the this group of like kind of breakoffs from the intellectual dark web that went anti-vax. That's just kind of all they're doing is like the, when a kid learns no. Just t- say no to everything. That's not really a good way to figure out what's going on in the world around. You got to say yes sometimes too. And just because you're a biologist doesn't mean you're going to figure out everything about the vaccine. So, hey everybody, thanks for tuning into the podcast of this show. I have to leave the people that are listening to the podcast. I have to leave you because I'm not going to put out any more of this besides this. People who are here live, stay put. Uh, we're going to go into red light. I have a bunch of great stories for red light. I got a... Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell the people in the... Uh, on the podcast what they're missing uh, patreon.com slash echoplex if you are listening to the podcast and you want the rest of this uh, all summer long people even just contributing a dollar get the members show and um as always this is boomers by periscope and uh, i'll be back with red light see everybody on the flip side
you know Echoplex has a 24-hour stream? That's right. Check out our 24-7 music stream at echoplexmedia.com live or at eplex.xyz. Our huge self-submitted local music library plays the best tunes the Bay Area has to offer, adding commercial-free, well, except for ours, and even by request. Check out the player on echoplexmedia.com or at eplex.xyz. Bookmark it and enjoy it all day. Echoplex is very supportive of our local music scene, and we hope you enjoy the soundtrack they've so graciously sent in for us to play on our network. If you like who you hear, please go check them out. The names of the artists are displayed on the player at echoplexmedia.com and at eplex.xyz.